It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. Now a man is seen walking towards the officer's SUV, or the deputy's SUV. Investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired multiple shots while the two were parked. multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Madam Speaker, my colleagues, my fellow Americans, I rise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. As far as the allegations of the CIA hacking into the Senate computers, nothing can be could be volatile, and I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. And now, here's CD Media's host of Information Operation. Hello and welcome to Information Operation. I'm your host, El Todd Wood. At CDM, we have been actively investigating and reporting uh, in Georgia on the election fraud that happened last year uh, and through the runoff in January, and uh, especially in Fulton County, where it's kind of the epicenter of corruption and election fraud in, this, in the Peach State. We have back today Garland Favorito of VoterGA.org, who uh, has been on this case for years. Welcome back, Garland. Thanks for having me back, Todd. So you have a case in front of a judge. Uh, it's a ballot inspection request. Can you go into that and then tell us what happened yesterday at, at the hearing, please? Sure, sure. We, we uh, have filed a lawsuit. We're asking for four things. We're asking for the, uh, to be able to visually inspect the ballots. We're asking to be able to forensically inspect the ballots. Uh, and we're asking for the Dominion ballot images, and we're asking for the Dominion election reports, the standard reports that the elections officials use. All of these things should be public. Uh, they should have been, uh, there should be no uh, reason why we couldn't have them. There should be no law against them. In fact, we are trying to change the law right now so that this never happens again. And we're actually uh, getting some uh, good reception from some of the legislators down there in the establishment. But thanks in part to uh, the articles that you, you've been doing uh, uh, on, on CDM Press. So uh, Yeah, we're, we're trying to highlight the issues and get the legislature's attention for sure. Yeah, and that seems to be working. So they have, they have acknowledged the fact that they need the transparency that we're asking for, which is you know, public ballots, public images, public uh, voting system images mm -hmm. as well. So that might actually come become law, This and then that will make this lawsuit moot. But right now mm -hmm. we are just trying to get uh, uh, to see these ballots and, you know, a lot of questions about Fulton County because of the State Farm Arena video. Right. Uh, and, and also as sworn affidavits, which we had even, you know, well before the, the video was actually released, um, our 20-year our poll managers, so, you know, probably 
four of them that said they handled these uh, counterfeit ballots in the audit. And, and these were uh, ballots that you knew were counterfeit just because they weren't creased, they were pre-marked or basically manufactured, right? Yeah, exactly. They weren't creased. They were not marked with a pen or a pencil like a mail-in mm -hmm. ballot has to be. And they weren't mm -hmm. creased for mailing like a mail-in ballot has to be. And then the paper stack seemed uh, different as well. So, um, so for those three reasons, uh, they believed that they were um, uh, counterfeit uh, ballots. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why we embarked on the suit. Then we saw the video and we said, wow, well, that's yeah. a farm video. So, well, I mean, that's where they came from. Yeah, uh, really. Or, or, or maybe, that, maybe that's not where they came from. We don't know. But it looks, that looks, it looks really suspicious. Now, you're not um, trying to get into the machines. You just want to see the ballots, right? Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, we do want the, the, um, the ballot images from the machines and the standard mm -hmm. election reports. But we haven't asked for a forensic uh, audit, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. We might you know, go down that path once we can see the evidence what we have. Right. Uh, I could anticipate us at some point in time in this trial asking for that based on other evidence that we have that haven't even been introduced yet. So yeah. uh, this is this is the first step of what we want to have a full accountability uh, for the election by Fulton County, um, and that would eventually, I hope, include the machines. So. Yeah. Um, uh, that's kind of where we are, and um, we've had a couple of hearings. The, um, the, the, the court has decided that they are not uh, going to object to us having access to the ballots. The court has custody of the ballots, even mm -hmm. though they're still sitting on the election uh, division's warehouse. The mm -hmm. uh, court has custody. They said, well, we don't object. And so we said, okay. They said, we only object to your attorney's fees. And I said, okay, well, we will uh, eliminate the attorney fees hmm. and you give us the ballots and we'll do a consent decree right now. And they said, well, no, we don't want to do that. <laughs> well, why not? It's like, yeah. I don't know. well, okay, well, do you want to do, what about stipulations? You know, we can stipulate this and we don't have to do a consent decree. Consent decree as a fine line, there's a difference. A consent decree is that you uh, you both agree to, you know, the plaintiffs and the defendants agree as to mm -hmm. what they're going to uh, do, and they put the order before the judge. The judge just signs and it's done, deal. So they didn't want to go that far. So we said, okay, we'll just, we'll just stipulate it. You can, we'll stipulate the fact that we'll get rid of the attorney's fees. We'll stipulate the fact that you don't have to come to court. You stipulate that you are done objecting and that you and give us access to the ballots. Well, they wouldn't do that either. <clears throat> Did they give a reason? No, it, it's it's completely illogical. Is there playing yeah. some kind of a game with this? Yeah. So we said, okay, we'll see you in court. And we showed up in court yesterday. And uh, that's kind of uh, <coughs> uh, where we were. And then uh, basically, then the elections division, who really doesn't even have custody of the ballots and shouldn't even have a dog in the hunt anymore, uh -huh. uh, says, well, they, they needed more time to prepare because they had only had 29 days and they're allowed 30. <laughs> and the judge repeated that back to them. And they see, he said, he said, you know, yeah, you get 30 days and you've had 29 and you're not ready. And he said, you need one more day. Is that what you're saying <laughs> on the court? And, and, and it, with a straight face, the, uh, the attorney just sat there and nodded her head. Huh. 
And he was uh, really disgusted. I, now the judge is getting as pissed off with them as we are. Mm. Uh, so um, he is uh, said, okay, we'll do it Monday. Mm. I, was, I was hoping he was going to do it today, Friday. We're, today was Friday here. <clears throat> so um, anyway, so we're set up to go. At, and and we, we said we prefer 130. Uh, but he was so upset that he just said, no, it's 9 o'clock. Let's do it mm. at 9 o'clock, which unfortunately one of our attorneys cannot be there. <clears throat> but we will. We do have one another attorney. That we will so, call. what do you think the end game is? Are they, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. The, the law says there's 22 months, uh, and then the ballots can be destroyed. Is that correct? Or um, what, correct. what is the game they're trying correct. to play? Um, I I think Todd, the the real game is that they are afraid of what we're going to find out. Mm -hmm. They are afraid that fraud was committed. Mm -hmm. And that the county is going to be liable, and the uh, the um, elections attorney is in defense mode to try to prevent discovery mm -hmm. um, because it's not going to be good for them. Now the ballot margin was what ten thousand votes in Georgia? Yeah, eleven seven seventy nine. Um, and we're talking hundreds of thousands, possibly yeah. one hundred forty seven thousand absentee votes uh, right. in Fulton. <clears throat> um, and, um, and, uh, you know, so, you know, 10 or 15,000, you know, is not a, a high number Yeah. for based on what the auditors are saying that they, it, it would probably scale into the tens of thousands that mm -hmm. what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it doesn't look good for them right now and there's no reason, you know, the secretary of state is trying to make excuses for them. Yeah saying, oh, it's this kind of ballot or that kind of ballot, and they might have these characteristics. And we've gone through all their excuses, and none of them add up. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not, none of them can explain this kind of, uh, of what appears to be a counterfeit situation. Wow. So this could literally alter the presidential election, very, very possibly. Well, it certainly could alter. I mean, we know we could find out that the electoral votes were improperly assigned. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, it, we certainly could could you know find that out once mm -hmm. we're done, mm -hmm. um, you know once we can get access to it, and then right. and then Todd, even on top of that, there's a lot of issues with the audit, uh, not only in Fulton County but some of the other counties is that the numbers that are certified by Dominion are not adding up, and, and that's the, what the Secretary of State was pushing, right? These sham audits that they did. Several of them. Yeah, yeah. It it, it it could have been good. I mean, the, the idea was correct. It was the right mm -hmm. idea to do. But then, like you said, it turned into a sham because mm -hmm. for several different reasons. But the most primary reason is he forced the counties to enter them the data into the his own Arlo system, which he then could report to the counties what their results are and the counties didn't even know what their own results are unless they, they kept the redundant spreadsheet hmm. of their own tallies when they did the hand count audit. Now he was also, well, I don't want to get into the technical issues, but um, your point on the machines all along is that the, the audit trail doesn't exist because it's not verifiable. Is that correct? Am I saying that correctly? Well, uh, like the QR yeah. code or whatever. So, right. So that's actually a different issue. It's another okay. issue. That's that's. Yeah. There's so many things wrong with Georgia right. elections, but that's the the what we think is one of the main important points, you know, all along, and that is, 
um, that the the system is 100% unverifiable to the voter. And we, mm-hmm. you know, we explained this to the legislature. We explained it to the Secretary mm-hmm. of State before he was ever Secretary of State, before he'd even won the Republican primary. Mm-hmm. He said, you don't want a system that encapsulates votes into barcodes and accumulates those votes that the voter cannot even see. Or or maybe understand. they did want the system. <laughs> well, you 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 have to come to that conclusion eventually yeah. because yeah. of the money they spent. Um, mm-hmm. This was a, a hundred multi hundred million dollar effort. It was it was it was allocated for a hundred and fifty million dollars, wow. uh, and that was just the initial spends. Another hundred million plus over the course of ten years to the counties. For because of the logistics, the uh, the testing, the maintenance, the licensing, yeah. uh, that's all was backloaded onto the counties to cut the initial expense down, uh, and then they financed that all with with a uh, a twenty year bond for a system that has a shelf life of ten years. Amazing. So, so the taxpayers will be paying for this for you know after we've gotten rid of it. Yeah. Uh, so, so when you consider all that, there is no other rational conclusion you can come to but yours, which yeah. is they wanted an unverifiable system to control results. And this is the GOP put this in, in Georgia. That, yes, they did. Uh, mm-hmm. Over the objections of hundreds of people, our own written recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely right. And, and, and ironically, the same guy who, you know, Barry Fleming, who you've done an article about, put, mm-hmm. who put it in, is now in, in charge of one of the bills to fix the problem. And right. That's uh, sort of a, a, a joke. You know, we, we call it Barry's boondoggle uh, originally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and now, you know, we're going Barry's boondoggle too, I guess, is what we're doing. Yeah. So back to the hearing and the ballots. What happens if you go into the warehouse and the ballots are shredded, destroyed? missing whatever yeah a lot of reports about that we you know we haven't been able to verify those reports mm-hmm. um but you know we have all kinds of chain of custody uh things uh lined up mm-hmm. so we we we've got we'll be able to we have a, a variety uh, of chain of custody we know where the bad batches are where the good ones are um and we, you know we can detect tampering in a, in a variety of ways. So we'll be able to, if that happens, at least to be able to detect the tampering. And what happens legally if that's? I mean, I know you're not an attorney, but or maybe you are. But um, what happens legally at that point? Uh, I'm you know? learning a lot. I'm learning. Uh-huh. A lot. I'm not really an attorney. Yeah. Um, I I, uh, I don't know. I think that you would have to. Uh, we would. I would ask the court to turn this over and allow to a federal or and a state grand jury and mm-hmm. allow us to pre- to present the evidence directly to the grand juries without any district attorney or any US attorney involved. Yeah, you're kind of bringing the fox into the hen house at that point, right? Exactly. We don't yeah. want any government officials. This is just a matter of we the people mm-hmm. and we the people will take our lawyers to our grand jury is made up of our people and we the people will decide without any government officials involved mm-hmm. uh, who could corrupt the process and uh, and in fact probably would if they had a chance 
Well, I think the court of public opinion is most important here because if we can show more and more and more that the uh, this election and this regime in D.C. is is not legitimate, then the, the public will become more and more on our side. And I think that's critical. Exactly, exactly. And that's what we have to do. We have to either legitimize that regime or, or delegitimize it, one or the other. Yeah. Everybody needs to know what the results are, one way or the other. Uh, and that's what we're fighting for. And we're, we're not going to give up. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, we keep the information up at, uh, you know, voterj.org. Um, right. And, uh, well, we're going to have you back on after the hearing Monday, and we'll, we'll see where we are on all this. Great, great. Well, um, it appears that we might get busy because I think that the the judge is upset now. So he's, yeah. he's talking about doing uh, special masters um, and a uh, prosecutor or somebody who controls the process. Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's kind of like an intermediate, a mediator type person to make sure that we're can, are we being fair to both sides when we give up the when they give up the Dominion ballot images and the and the standard reports and are we maintaining the correct chain of custody, right? Uh, and so on and so on. So um, they are uh, uh, he he you know if he's he's already talking about that. So he's basically I think we we think we've already made the decision to unseal the ballots. So right. now Fantastic. we have yeah. So we have to get be ready to go, and that's we've been we've been preparing for this moment. So we should be ready, right. but then we're, you know, we're going to need a, a lot of money for expert witnesses and, and that kind of thing. So how can people um, help you in that effort? Well, uh, they can always go to voterj.org, which is, a, it's a, first of all, it's a great resource to keep up on what's going on. The event, mm -hmm. tab, the event tab has all of what's, what's happening next. The press release is hap has what has happened uh, you know, recently or in the past. We, we've got the history up there and we have the legal tab. You can see the documents. And then finally we have the donate tab, which uh, that's uh, always a help for us. So you know, we're gonna need to raise some, uh, and probably some significant money for expert witnesses. Right. We'll be focusing on that. So. Well, I think the citizens across the country wanna help in that effort because you, what you're doing and what Fincham's doing in Arizona are, uh, is right there on the tip of the spear. So, absolutely, we're having a race. We're trying to see. I thought we were going to win, but we, we, <laughs> might, we might come in second. But I, I'll take you know, I'll, you know, win, win place or show. Uh, as long as we're in the in there, uh, that'll be great for I think the country. Well, Garland, thank you for your time. I know you're extremely busy, and I think I woke you up, but um, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, I was just, I was tired. I was actually up, but uh, I was kind of tired. Um, well, so, uh, I, I got my energy back today. It was, cool. Yesterday was just frustrating. We'll talk next week. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Todd. Anytime.